You're listening to episode 100 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I am so excited to chat with you about this very important topic that I think a lot of moms are wondering about, and that is how to find balance as a mom and a photographer. It can often feel like everything is vying for our attention, and it's really hard to find that balance. And in my opinion, there's no true balance because that would mean that every single part of your life is getting the same amount of your attention. And that's just not always possible. Sometimes your business is going to need more from you. Sometimes your family is going to need more from you. Sometimes you're going to need to take a pause and dedicate more time to getting you healthy. So even though this perfect balance isn't achievable, I still feel like the sense of balance, this idea of feeling balanced is achievable. And so I'm really excited to dive into today's topic. So if you are ready, let's get started. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan. And I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey there, mama. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today. I cannot believe that this is our 100th episode together. It just is so crazy to me. I have been doing this for almost two years, and it has become such a cool outlet for me to be able to get my thoughts out into the world and share them with you. And I hope that you found encouragement and inspiration in this podcast. And if so, it would seriously mean the world to me if you just took a minute and let me know. So head on over to Instagram, follow me at The Purpose Gathering, and say, hey, let me know that you've been listening and that you've been enjoying the podcast. It really makes my day to hear from my listeners and also just gives me more inspiration to keep going and keep creating for you. Now, if you are a brand new listener, I just want to take a minute and give you a very special welcome. I know that when I listen to a new podcast, I always go into the podcast kind of skeptical, wondering if it's going to be a good one and if it's going to be worth my time. So I truly hope that you enjoy today's episode and find lots of incredible value and will listen to a few more episodes as well. 
this episode is going to be a really good one. It's going to be a little bit more like choose your own adventure, and I will get more into the specifics of that in just a moment. But for all of my returning listeners, thank you so much for being here. I love hanging out with you every week. I say this every time, but it really is such a favorite moment for me when I get to hang out with you. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast or follow the podcast. I'm not sure what your podcast player says, but basically that's just giving you alerts when new episodes come out. That way you never miss a new episode. So currently I am putting out new episodes every other week and that might just be for this quarter or it might be moving forward. I haven't decided yet. But I just wanted to remind you of that change that the episodes will be coming out every other week. So for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Ashley Freehan, and I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community and education platform designed to support mom photographers, and more specifically to really help you take serious action and level up your side hustle business. So in addition to this podcast, I have a six-month group coaching program called the Side Hustler to CEO, and I've basically wrapped up my decade of knowledge as a mom and a photographer into a really in-depth but digestible program with implementation weeks in between the lessons so that you can have coaching with me on those particular topics. I also love these coaching calls because I get to dive deep with each and every student in the program on topics that maybe they're not even working on in the program. So maybe they just have a specific question about a client that they're dealing with, or maybe they're struggling with marketing or whatever the case may be. I love that it's just in time for whatever it is that they need. So the program is really designed to go in a specific order so that you're able to build the solid foundation on the business end of your photography business. So that way, when you are focusing more on the attraction part and getting more people into your business, you've already established a legitimate business, a well-oiled machine so that you have the profitable, sustainable business without feeling like you have to backtrack and and kind of put in some systems into place that maybe you never did. So this again is everything I wish I would have known 10 years ago when I started my business and in the correct order in which I think that you should build your business. So if you're interested in learning more about the program, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. Currently, the doors are closed for the program. I open them every single quarter, but you can still find all the information there. And then you are also able to join the waitlist if you're interested in when it reopens. Okay, I am super excited about getting a little bit more personal with you guys. I love sharing this section of the podcast episode because it just really helps us connect on a deeper level. When I am talking into my mic, 
I imagine that I am sitting down for a cup of coffee with one of you guys. And it just really makes this super conversational. But I wouldn't just meet you for a cup of coffee and just get started teaching, right? I would talk to you a little bit. And, you know, of course, I wish I could hear from you, which is why I do the question of the episode, which is coming next. But I just kind of want to get a little bit personal with you so you know who I am outside of what I do. So I am really into minimalism and decluttering. I love being organized and I love creating a home and a space that I am proud of and that just inspires me, but also that is, like I said, organized so that I am not feeling chaotic all the time because we know that the the state of our home is often the state of our brain, right? And so if our home is disorganized, you can probably bet that your brain is going to feel disorganized too. There's just some weird psychology that happens, but if you're living in a disorganized space, it really affects the way that you perform as a mom, as a wife, and as a business owner. And so I've been reading this book or actually listening to this book called Less is More by Joshua Becker. And it's a really incredible book. And it's all about minimal minimalism and like how to minimize the amount of stuff that you have in your home. And so if this interests you at all, you guys, this book is an incredible read. Um, it's super easy to listen to. I'm pretty sure it's read by the author, which I always think is really fun. So I have an app called Hoopla. Um, and we live in Arizona and it's a library app, but I'm sure wherever you are located, they have a library app as well where you can check out books for free. So you don't have to have a subscription to Audible or anything like that to listen to these books. And when I found out about that, it really was a game changer for me because I can listen to books way faster, of course, than I can read them. And so I'm I'm obtaining a lot of new information just because of this. So I hope that you guys will check that out. All right, question of the episode. This is a way for you to engage back with me. So pretend, again, we're at that coffee shop and we're having a conversation. I want to hear from you starting a dialogue. So I'm going to ask you this question and then I want you to head on over to Instagram and actually answer this question in my DMs. So what do you struggle with the most when it comes to balancing motherhood and your business? I would love to hear what you have to say about this because I think for everybody, it's a little bit different. If you missed episode 97, definitely go back and give that one a listen if you struggle with this. So a lot of moms, when I asked that question, were saying that their kids in some capacity were holding them back. And so episode 97 is all about sort of busting that myth and really how like the strategies that you can use to start to shift that mindset. And I know for me, that was one of the biggest things that held me back was this idea of just the kids, like having kids. I couldn't do anything when my kids were around and they were, you know, always so needy and just all the things. And so if you struggle with that, definitely check out episode 97. Okay, so as I mentioned, this episode is going to be a little bit like choose your own adventure. And let me explain what I mean by that. So Whenever I'm asked how I juggle motherhood and my photography business, I always have about four sort of key strategies or key pieces that sort of fit into this finding balance. 
However, I realize that as I go through this episode right now, there are going to be areas in which maybe you struggle with more. And so I have a actually very robust complimentary episode list located in the show notes so that you can dive deeper on whichever topic you need to. So that's what I mean by choose your own adventure. So when you're done listening to this episode, I really want you to dive deeper into the area in which you feel like, gosh, I'm really struggling with this. And then you can actually feel like you're, um, Like you have more meat, if that makes sense, more strategy, because I can't dive into each of these super in depth today because it would just take so long. But I think that episode list is really going to be beneficial for you. So stay tuned for that episode list at the end here. Okay, so the first strategy that I want to teach you right now to balancing life as a mom and photographer is to become self-aware. And I really want you to begin to advocate for what you need. Now, you'll hear me say this often on this podcast, but if you don't prioritize your self-care, no one else will. And again, if this is an area where you're like, gosh, I don't even know what self-care is, like how do I even start with that? Check out that episode list. I'm going to link a bunch of self-care episodes for you in case you're struggling with that. I think as moms, not even business owners in general, but just as moms in general, we think of this word of self-care and we instantly begin to like scoff. Like, I don't even know what that means. Like my kids need so much of me. Like, you know, being a mom is selfless. Um, You know, being, taking care of myself is selfish. Like we sort of start to have all of these messages that we're sending ourselves about self-care. But one thing that really has stuck out for me is that if I don't take the time to take care of myself first, I really don't have anything left to give to people. I am the worst version of myself. I am beat down. I am stressed. And I am usually pretty anxious and angry. I'm not the kind of person that I want to be. And that's because I'm not prioritizing my self-care. And so I want you to really be thinking about this and and really stop and think, am I taking care of myself well? And if you can't answer that question, like there, there needs to be some self-reflection here. There needs to be some time that you may be set aside to, to really think about this and work on this and know that you have to advocate for what you need to be the best version of you so that you're giving your best to everyone else. One thing that's really important to me is to prioritize my time with God. Like if you listen to the podcast at all um, for any length of time, you know that my faith is super important to me and it's what keeps me going. It's actually what inspired the purpose gathering in the first place. I didn't really even want to start this community because I felt like I wasn't equipped But God was calling me to do this. And he said, you know what, if you are feeling this way, if you're feeling lonely and overwhelmed and burnt out trying to be both a great mother and a great spouse, but also be an amazing business owner, there's 
other people out there who can totally resonate with that. And so it was just like those little baby steps of me trusting and putting my faith in him that really led me to where I am today. And so I really think it's important to continue um, to prioritize this. And so I find that when I don't do this, there's a huge difference in my attitude. There's a huge difference in how I'm able to show up and perform. And so this is just something that I know that I need in my life in order to be centered, in order to be who it is that I was created to be. Secondly, I think it's super important to prioritize rest. And this for me has been really difficult. I am the type of person who just loves to be productive all the time. And so when I think about prioritizing rest, it feels really lazy to me. It feels really unproductive, obviously. And so it goes against everything that I really like want to achieve. But what I've noticed is that when I take the time to prioritize this rest, I am way more energized to get the things done that are most important to me. And so I want to just encourage you that if you struggle with rest as well, just set aside little pockets, right? Start small. Maybe it's 15 minutes a day where you you tell your kids like, hey, it's rest time. We're all going to be quiet. We're going to read a book or whatever it is that you want to do and start small if you haven't, you know, started to incorporate this into your daily routine and then you can work your way up. I think it's really important that you are a great example of what self-care looks like to your kids. And this is something that that's been hard for me too, is because, you know, kids like to be entertained. And if we're constantly bridging the boredom with the next thing, we're not really giving our kids the opportunity to learn how to be bored. We're not giving our kids the opportunity to understand what it means to take care of yourself. And so when my children stopped napping, we transitioned into We called it quiet time, but now I call it self-care time where they're alone in their rooms and they're just doing things that, that light them up, right? That make them feel good, whether it's resting or reading or playing in their room quietly, whatever the case may be, they're taking care of themselves. Maybe they want to take a bath, whatever, whatever kind of Um, reignites them, that's what I ask them to do during that quiet time. And again, like I said, we started small and then we worked our way up. So now it's about an hour and a half of time and my kiddos are seven and 10. And it's a really great way for them to learn how to stop rest and recharge. And then it's also obviously an opportunity for me to do the same. Okay, let's talk about strategy number two to finding this balance as a mom and photographer, and that's to give your kids what they need first. Now, remember, I just talked about becoming self-aware and advocating for what you need, and that was number one. So when I say give your kids what they need first, that doesn't mean first above your needs. What that means is um, as early on in the day as you can. So first thing that you do or the first interaction that you have with your child, you should be thinking about what they need. And let me kind of unpack this a little bit. So there are four things that I think that your children need the most from you. And I have an episode that dives deeper into this 
which again is going to be linked in the show notes, but it's episode number 10. But I wanted to give you a brief overview really quick of what those four things are. So number one, a hands-free mama. Number two, positive control. Number three, positive attention. And number four, boundaries and routines. So first of all, that hands-free mama is really going to be a tricky one, especially in our world of saturated technology. Now, it's really difficult to be hands-free unless you're intentional about it. And so what I typically like to do is I like to spend time with my kiddos as early on in the morning and do 10 minutes of one-on-one special time with each of them. Again, I only have two, so it's a bit easier for me to do than if you were to have, you know, more children, say like five or six, but it still can be done. It could be that you separate it, you know, throughout the day. So maybe you do your younger kids in the morning and then your older kids in the afternoon and then your oldest at night or whatever it is. Try to make sure that you have that 10 minutes of special time with them where they are feeling super connected to you. You'll hear me talk about this a lot on the podcast, and that's because this is the number one way that I have found to eliminate defiance, to eliminate um, bad behavior, to eliminate just the annoyance of, mommy, mommy, look at me, watch me do this. All of those things dissipate when we give our kids what they need first. Okay, so I know I sort of jumped ahead into that one-on-one time, which is actually number three, which was the positive attention, but it goes hand in hand with that hands-free mama. Putting your phone down when you are interacting with them and just really showing them that you love and care. Now, the control piece is one that I think a lot of parents struggle with because we're the parents and we feel like we should be in control. Well, that's necessarily not true, (laughs) okay? So our children need to have a sense of control. They need to have autonomy over who they are. They need to be in control of their body, and they need to feel like they have this sense of purpose and belonging. So if we are constantly sort of telling our kids what to do and what not to do all the time, they're not able to exercise any sense of control, which typically will turn into a big power struggle. They'll be super defiant. They won't do what you want. They'll dig their heels in and it's a big battle. And so we don't want that. Now, of course, I'm not saying give your kids control where they walk all over you. That's where number four comes into play, where we're talking about boundaries. There has to be boundaries in place. Children need boundaries, but they also need to be able to have that control that they're able to fail once in a while. I would rather have my kids fail under my sort of wing, my protection, so that I can guide and teach them, right? If my kids are never allowed to have any space to fail, and then I send them out into the real world and they fail, I mean, it's going to be a pretty big shock. So I think it's important that you set those boundaries in place so that they know what's expected of them. But then also giving them routines. Kids love routines and it really helps to give them, again, that sense of control for knowing that like, hey, you know, these are the things that are expected. Here's your checklist of things to do. Once you've finished that, then you can go on and do the things that you would like to do, like go to the park or, you know, have screen time or whatever those extras are. They can't have that and 
until they've done their checklist. So that's really an awesome habit to get into is setting up those routines. Okay, let's talk about strategy number three to really finding this balance as a mom photographer. Having a solid plan is so important. And until I realized this, my life was always chaotic. Every single day looked different. I never had a sense of direction as to when am I going to sit down and work. I was working in the most random pockets of time. I was always feeling super stressed and then annoyed when my kids would bug me. I'm like, leave me alone. I was so resentful towards them because I never had a protected time that I could work. Having a solid plan is going to be the game changer for you. So when you're actually setting aside time to work and then actually knowing what you're going to work on, your life is just going to feel so much more put together. And so I have additional resources for you if you're like, gosh, yes, this is what I need, Ashley, like the solid plan. I have a productivity with purpose masterclass where I break down exactly how to find the time blocks that you need to work, exactly how to protect those time blocks, and then how to stay really focused on what it is that you want to work on. So in episode number 21, again, located in the complimentary episode list in the show notes is save your sanity and avoid overwhelm. And in this episode, I talk to you about how to prioritize your tasks based on the level of focus that you need from them. I feel like a lot of experts out there will tell you to prioritize your tasks based on the order of importance. Like, do you need, how quickly do you need to get this done? Which I think is great as well. I do think order of importance is super beneficial, but I also think going a step further and breaking it down by task and how much focus you need is really crucial when you have kiddos because it gives you these separate lists of, okay, these are the type of tasks I can do when my kids are around. These are the type of tasks I prefer to do with them not around, right? But I can still get them done. They're just going to be, it's going to be a little bit harder to do when my kids are around. And then those tasks that are like, you know, I can't have them around at all. So this could be Tasks where you might need to hire out a babysitter or wait till your spouse gets home or do a swap, right, with your neighbor or something like that where you guys can trade babysitting. So this is really important to have this solid plan so you know when am I going to work and when I am working, what is it that I'm working on? Okay, check in that um, complimentary episode list for even more productivity sort of episodes as well. I think it's also important that you build in margin in your schedule. So I talk about this a lot when I'm talking about productivity. So we talked about prioritizing rest in strategy number one, but this is prioritizing margin. So basically leaving white space in your schedule where maybe you can catch up on things or maybe where you just do nothing at all. So I think this this margin is super important to have because without it, you will often always feel behind and you will just always feel stressed because you have things stacked way too close together. Okay, and finally, let's go on to strategy number four, finding balance as a mom and a photographer is to get creative. Okay, I think as a mom and a business owner, it's really crucial that 
you are flexible, okay? So I want you to be creative in your strategy and you're strategizing, right? Like, how am I going to get things done? Just think outside the box. I've had to get really creative as a mom and a photographer. I think it's important that you also get really good at expecting and handling disruptions and distractions. I think it's so sort of inevitable as a mom to be interrupted. And so instead of being annoyed by it, just expect it, right? And just roll with the punches and have a more fun, childlike personality. And I know this might sound super simple when I'm speaking. And then when you get into the real world and your kids come and interrupt you, gosh, it can feel really frustrating. But if you sort of just keep things really light, you've already decided when you're working, what you're working on, you're prioritizing your tasks by that focus level, then when your kiddos come in and interrupt you, expect that interruption, right? And just roll with it. Now, I'm not saying allow it, right? I'm not saying like allow your kids to totally stop you, but just know that like it's going to happen. And when it happens, just be firm on those boundaries, right? Be ready to say, hey, I'm still working right now. You know, I really need this this extra 20 minutes. Let's go out in the backyard and I'll bring my laptop or, you know, whatever the case may be, get really creative on setting those boundaries, but also thinking about your children and what they need as well. Because I think when our kids start to fight back and they're not getting their needs met and we're not getting our needs met, if we start to be controlling over our children, it's just going to cause a battle. And so if we're able to see it from their perspective a little bit and we're able to compromise together and again, get creative and be flexible, it'll be so much easier for us to work together. It'll be so much easier for us to bring our kids on board into what we're doing and to expect more from them. And so I think it's really important to do all of those things. Now, you know what they say about having a new baby, right? When they say like, expose your baby to all kinds of noise. Don't let them get used to sleeping in perfect silence, right? Or in perfect darkness. I think the same is true for work. And I know this feels like really counterintuitive because I teach how to be focused and I teach how to really protect your time blocks and I teach how to, you know, find that mental clarity and that space. But also while you're raising young kids, and I think specifically like I'm speaking right now to those who have young kids because as your kids get older, they naturally are more independent. But those younger years, I remember when my kids were toddler age, you know, and it's tough. It's really hard, but you have to get creative and you have to understand that you're not going to necessarily get that focused work time all the time. And so you just have to learn how to be okay with it being noisy, right? Be okay with it being a little distracting. And then, of course, I talk a lot about having those, the times when you do have protected childcare, right? Where your kids are not at home with you. And and that is 
really awesome. But I want to just specifically speak to when your kids are around, because I think that's majority of when 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 we struggle the most, right? I think when when our kids are not around, we don't struggle with that, obviously, because they're taken care of. Now, one last thing that I want to mention is that I do a lot of my work at the park. Now, my kids are older. Again, I mentioned they're 7 and 10. But even when they were younger, I did a lot of my work at the park. Okay, my kids learned how to play independently from a very young age. They learned how to play really well with other kids at a really young age. And this was just something that I always knew. I was a business owner like right from the get-go. And so I knew that I wanted to raise my kids understanding what it was like, letting them in on the journey and saying, you know, I work from home. Daddy doesn't work from home, right? Dad goes to work. I work here. This is what I need. And really letting them know the boundaries, but taking them to the park and letting them get their energy out, like, We were at the park a lot when I was first starting out, and I think it's totally fine. And what I what I have done in the past and what I've actually started to re-implement is playing with my kids for the first 15 minutes, Um, going to the park, getting them started, playing those first 15 minutes and then getting a dedicated like 45 minutes of work done and then taking those little pause breaks and going and just checking in on them and watching them for a minute. Like, show me what you can do on the monkey bars. And that attention just prolongs how long you'll be able to work at the park. And so I hope that you will try some of these strategies. Check out that complimentary episode list. I have several episodes in regards to parenting. If you're feeling like you're really struggling with the parenting aspect, I also have a few on productivity. Again, that masterclass is linked down there, thepurposegathering.com slash productivity. And then I have a few episodes about self-care as well. So go check out those episodes, add them to your queue. And I am so excited for you to find more of this feeling of balance. You can definitely be an incredible mom and an incredible business owner at the same time. It's going to just take some time, some dedication, and some really strict boundaries, but I know that you can do it. So if you have found value in today's episode, please take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram, and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. That way more mamas just like you can find out about this content and can find more peace and clarity when it comes to raising a business and a family. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.